morning, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be exceedingly glad in it. My name is Anthony Moore. I serve as the senior pastor of Carolina Church, located in Fort Washington, Maryland. And you happen to be on the Carolina Church prayer call line. Thank you for your presence on today. Allow me to say Happy New Year to all of you I haven't had the opportunity to say Happy New Year to or to see you in person to give you a personal salutation. I want you to know that it is my intent to wish you a Happy New Year in 2024, for we are expecting God to do more, to do more in 2024. For those of you who do not know, our theme for the year is Seek, Find, Know. Seek, Find, Know, The Journey of Loving God. Seek, Find, Know, The Journey of Loving God. That's our theme for the year, Seek, Find, Know. It's the intent of us getting to seek, um, seeking God, finding him and with the intent of knowing him more and better or better. In, in, in doing so, um, I sought to lead you as I'm leading our entire congregation in seeing the value um, of us spending time with God and his word as we seek to seek and to find and to know him better. Um, I share with you as I allow me just to outline, I want to run right through a little of what I've already given to you. Um, we talked about why it was important, why it's important to spend time with God, number one, we determined that as we spend time in his word, we grow to know him and his character more deeply. Number two, the Bible is the main way that God speaks to us and reveals um, him, God reveals himself to us, his plans and his purpose. The Bible is the main way, the word of God, that Bible is the main way that God speaks to us and reveals himself, his plans, and his purpose to us. Number three, we said that the reason why we spend time with God and why it's important is because his word keeps us from sin, and it helps us to grow in Christ's likeness. Number four, we said that the reason why we spend time with God is because it should be our delight to get to spend time with him, the creator of the universe. And then we start looking at scriptures that will help us to even grasp this concept even the more. And I asked you to put in your vault these scriptures, in your safe these scriptures, that will help to support what I'm saying to you. Psalms 19, Psalm 19, verses 7 through 11. I also gave you Colossians chapter 3, verses 16 through 17. I also gave you Psalm 119, Psalm 119, verses 9 through 11, John 15, Deuteronomy 6, verses 4 through 9, 2 Timothy um, chapter 3, verses 16 through 17, and then I concluded with Psalm 1, Psalm 1. Today I want to deal with how, how do you get started, Pastor, with spending time with God daily? How do we get started? How do we get started? That's really the whole idea. We talked about the what and the why, but how do we get started, Pastor, with spending time with God daily? Number one, we have to first make 
a time, a place, and a plan. That's number one. If you want to know how do, how do I do this, Pastor, I've got to first make a time. I have to make a place and a plan. See, the question is that we have that we are asking: When will it happen in your day? When will it happen in our day? Where will you do it so that you're able to focus? And what will you spend time reading and doing in order to spend time with God? When will it happen in your day? Major question. Where will you do it so that you're able to focus? And what will you spend time reading and doing in order to spend time with God? I I want you to know, having those questions answered and established helps you and I to succeed in actually getting to the place of seek, find, know. As simple as it sounds, it's so easy to not spend set-apart time with God when one of those things are missing. So I've got to do that. I've got to answer those questions and get the answers. I have, the ans- I have to answer those questions, establish the answers to those questions on the front end. When will it happen in my day? Where will I do it so that I'm able to focus? And what will I spend time reading and doing in order to spend time with God? That's number one. So we've got to first make a time, a place, and a plan. Number two, we've got to come to the time with your Bible, with a notebook or journal, and a pen. You have to be intentional about coming to that time with your Bible, with a notebook, and with a pen. The third thing you have to do is you have to start your time with prayer. You've got to start it with prayer. Focus your attention and your heart on God. In that prayer, I want you to ask him to reveal himself to you and give you what you need so that you both can work through your time together. I need you to, I need you to go to him in prayer, and we're going to be very intentional. Hey, God, I need you to reveal yourself to me as we work together in this venture. I need you to reveal yourself to me. Okay? Now, number four, I need you to read a passage of Scripture. Read a passage of Scripture. I'm going to hang the bulk of my time here on today, um, but let me just kind of give this to you all again. So how do I begin to spend time with God? One, first, make a time, a place, and a plan. Two, come to the time with your Bible, with your journal, your notebook, and a pen. I want you to start your time with prayer, asking God to reveal, to meet you, okay? Number four, we want you to be very intentional about reading a passage of Scripture. Spend time hearing from God in his word. Now, um, there are many Bible reading plans that are great And I want to suggest to you that it may be helpful for you to pick a Bible reading plan that is systematic in its approach. That will allow you to understand the context of what's happening 
in the Bible as it is going through the plan. And it will help you understand the type of literature that you're reading. So, so what do you do when you read? You can simply read, or if you're looking for a little more, and I recommend this, you can use a method of Bible study called the IQA. And I'll explain that to you, IQA, IQA, which allows you to take some notes. It's a simple, straightforward kind of um, approach to reading so that it kind of guides your thoughts as you are reading through the Word of God. It's called IQA, really simple. Let me tell you what IQA stands for. Number one, it stands, um, I stands for insights. So gain insights, make observations about the passage that you've just read. What is the passage saying? Now, this will help um, you take a look at what is actually happening in the passage without jumping straight to application. Now, many of us, many, many persons, when they read, they, they want to go right to the application. What is it saying to me? What I recommend that helps us to keep the application in its proper context is to gain insight regarding the passage. Um, what is the passage saying? Um, um, what kind of literature is the passage? And you'll get this in the reading plan. Um, but it's important for us to know. And to give you an example, the first five books of the Bible are what's called the books of law. Then you have what's called the history books. The next 12 books are history books. But then also there's books that are like five poetry books, five books of poetry. And I'm just dealing with the Old Testament. Understanding the, the literature in which you are reading helps you to formulate the context behind the text, which is very important. So as I'm reading, I'm suggesting that as we use the IQA, IQA, I for insights, insight will help us to understand the, the context, what's actually being said, and we'll understand the literature, not to mention its historical background that's attached to it. That's insight. Here's the Q. Q is for questions. What questions do you have about the passage? What questions do you have? Are there any parts that are confusing? If so, write them down and, and, and allow God to speak to you during that time. And also, you can do your own little research on them because there are, there are oftentimes other verses that's attached to that verse that will inform the passage you just read, which will help you to understand it better. So, 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 so IQA, number one, is, is, is uh, the I is for insight. Q is for questions. All of us have questions when we read the passage. Write down your questions and ask God to speak to you about it. But then here's the last, here's the A. The A in IQA is for application. Now, let me go over it again. The I is for insights. We make an observation about the passage. What's the, what is the passage saying? What kind of literature is it? What's the context in which it's being given? Questions. What questions do you have about this passage? Are there any parts that are confusing to you? Write them down. But then application. Applications, in light of what you've learned from your insights and your questions, what applications can you make for your own life from the passage? What does it teach you about God, and how can you praise him? 
What sin do you need to confess? How can this particular passage specifically affect your day-to-day? So we utilize insights, questions, applications. It will, it will help you in, in your flow, okay? I'll pick up here um, next week, but I want to kind of deal with this how. So how do, how do I get started with spending time with God daily? Number one, first make a time a place, and a plan. Number two, come to the time with your Bible, a notebook, and a pen, or with your journal. Number three, start your time with prayer. Number four, read a passage of Scripture utilizing the biblical, the, the uh, Bible study approach called IQA, which is insights, questions, or application, or you can just read it. Now, I recommend that there is a reading plan that you go forward. And for those of you who are interested, um, uh, Carolina will begin um, a reading plan starting the third week in January, a reading plan that will read through the Bible, that will read through the entire Bible. We will start a reading plan. I would love for you to be a part of that and to um, certainly sign up so that every day you are given a passage of Scripture that you're able to read that will, at the end of the year, when, when 12 months have gone by, you literally would have read through the entire Bible. What a major opportunity in order for us to seek, find, and know. And so I want to challenge you to um, be a part of that and to certainly um, help to bring this to bear. Now, if I could get you all to help me today to intercede on behalf of Sister Jackie Thomas, um, Deacon Sharon Durham, Brother Gary Davis, Sister Mary Davis, um, Deacon Evelyn Mack. We're praying for Sister Martina Baxter, um, Associate Pastor Talia White. Um, we're praying continual prayers for Velda Jones. We were honored to have her in worship with us on this past week. We're continue praying for Sister Gaylene Musgrove, who needs our prayer. Um, Elois Dix, we're praying. Um, Deacon Ruby, we're praying. Sister Martha McCray. Um, Sister Deborah Heath, we lift in prayer. Um, um, we're praying for Sister Tracy Berry. Sister Yolanda Thorpe. We're praying today for Delbert Gibson. We're lifting my brother in prayer. Sister Monica Lewis um, is requesting prayer for her daughter Danielle. Uh, Jamal Whitley is requesting prayer. William Snow, Sister Barbara Luck, and um, and daughter Mary Davis. I'm sorry, Sister Barbara Luck, um, praying for the Sister Mary Davis and the daughter that diagnosed with COVID. We're praying for them. I'm asking you all to pray for Gary Barty, if you will. We're lifting that. To praying for George Gilbert, um, Pastor George Gilbert. We're praying for Stephen. Tucker, we're praying for Reverend Harold Brinkley. If I could get you all to lift those names in prayer, would you all join me today? And let's come together, touching and agreeing, believing God to um, intercede and to do what God said he would do. Uh, he tells us to come unto him, all of us that are heavy laden, and he will give unto us rest. So would you join me in prayer now? Father, in Jesus' name, we're grateful, God, that we get an opportunity to learn more of you. God, we're thankful for the privilege of um, 
you revealing yourself unto us so that we literally get to grow in you, get to know you more deeply, get to understand your will and your ways. God, we get to know your character. And God, we in fact are grateful for your word that you have given unto us. You are speaking to us every time we read your word. God, you said unto us that you would supply all of our needs. And so, Lord, today, a few of your believing children have um, set aside time to come, not only to call on you for assistance, but to even get to know you better. And so, Father, we thank you for the opportunity that you give unto us on the front end of this call for you to reveal yourself unto us, that we might get to know you better thank you that you give us the privilege to seek find and to know thank you for that privilege god that we get to ask and know that we shall receive seek and we shall find knock and the door shall be open unto us you said in your word that as we seek you with our whole hearts god we will find you and so a few of your believing children on this call have come together and determined that, Lord, we done tried everything else. And so now, God, it is at this moment that we are thirsty, that we are hungry for you. And so we come towards you, God, with our whole hearts, believing, God, that you will reveal unto us, grant unto us the gracious benefits of our relationship with you. Lord, we need you today. The names of those persons we've called out need you today. We dare not enter into this day without invoking your presence into our lives. Father, we need you. Would you speak to us as only you can? Would you pull back the scales from our eyes we might see as only you can do for us? God, would you in fact stir our hearts we might feel what you would have us to feel and to know about you? I'm praying today, God, that you use our hands to do your will as a result of what we now know according to your word, your will, and your way. Father, it's our desire to say yes to you. It's our desire to say yes to you. So, Father, I pray that you will receive our devotion, our commitment on this day. God, receive our intent, our actions, our motives. Receive it, God. And if there's anything that's not right, God, I ask that you move it now in the name of Jesus. Please heal. Please deliver. Please restore. Please give strength. I pray, God, that you set us on the path of straight, God, that we might, in fact, honor you and do what you've called us to do. Now, Lord, hear our prayer. Hear our prayer. Revive our souls. God, makes the wise simple for us. Help us, God, to have the right rejoicing in our hearts, God, enlighten our eyes. I pray, God, that you would help us to have the fear of you that is a healthy fear, God. Lord, we need you now. In Jesus' name we pray, and all the people of God said amen. Hey, thank you all for your time today. I pray that I've given you something that will challenge you and that will help you to seek, find, and know God even better than you have known him um, in years past. Now, I've given you some principles. On your mark, get set, let's grow. Hey, have a great day on purpose, you all.
Don't I love you much. God bless you.